0: What's up, everyone? How's it going? Anthony Ramirez here. Welcome to another episode of Academics and Amigos. This week, I am interviewing Jaime Aranda, uh, one of my former bosses. He's a great friend of mine who is a modern-day Renaissance man, an entrepreneur who focuses on social media and uh, music. Let's hear what Jaime has to say in this fantastic episode of Academics and Amigos. I hope you all enjoy it. What's up, everyone? I am here with my good friend and the, what I what I definitely call the modern day Renaissance man, because he does so much like he really he goes above and beyond. And he does he has so many different projects. He has positive design company, which is a graphic design branding marketing company he has studio 411 which is a local uh recording studio among many other projects he has going on um I'm happy to welcome my friend and uh actually one of my former bosses too Jaime Aranda <laughs> hi
1: <laughs> thank you for having me
0: <laughs> it's good to have him here dude um and it's interesting uh you know like the way that our our different uh working relationships has like gone like like progressed you know because yeah it is it's crazy. (laughs) we started off as classmates in uh, miss Bauer's class and then we moved to uh working in positive design company together for a while and then you know we both branched off into our own things you know so it's really interesting the way our like careers have taken off in different ways
1: yeah they have It's it's crazy we uh you know, like you're saying, going from school and then, you know, starting to work together. And now we're just like paddling on our own boats, you
0: know? It, it really is, dude. It's crazy. Um, so I mentioned a couple of these projects already, but I'd like to hear more from you about uh, about them. Um, so um, like I mentioned, you're a modern day entrepreneur with all these various businesses and projects. So I'd like to know about a couple of these projects. So tell me a little bit more about Positive Design and uh, Studio 4011.
1: Yeah, so positive design, I'm I'm doing some changes right now, so what I say right now might still be relevant, might not. <laughs> but um, our main focus is we do logo design, branding, and social media marketing for small businesses in El Paso and pretty much anywhere. Uh, we have clients here in Texas and also like in Chicago, we've worked with people in LA, so. Um, but we started here in El Paso and those are our main focuses so with social media marketing. It's we're a, a Facebook ad experts and we're really good at growing pages. Um, and with branding, you know, I went to school you know, with, with you yeah. <laughs> for design. So, um, we still do design, but since for a while I've, I've kind of been rebranding it and kind of picking a different direction. So, um, I'll see, I'll see how that goes. And I think right now is kind of the perfect time to do it because, um, you know, business got a little slower, but business is still good. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of pivot and you it know, won't be a huge, huge impact on us. Um, and then, studio, uh, the studio that I have, it's downtown. It's with a business partner. His name's Chris mm-hmm. Balin. We're in downtown El Paso. It's called Studio 411. And we offer, we're uh, recording, uh, obviously, recording, like music recording, podcast recording. And we also offer online mixing and mastering for people around the world. Um, we've worked with the atlantic uh chris has worked with like sony rca and he's done commercials well the audio parts of uh like for mercedes bands for wow. Nissan. so he's yeah he's he's awesome man he's a beast like um wow. you know what how they say you know make sure your lemonade's good before you drink it
2: dude definitely. Um, he does
1: all the he does all the music stuff for the band um, you know my band the dead electrics he mixes masters it so i, I trust him wholeheartedly and like
0: do your thing man do your magic <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome wow like that's, yeah. that's really cool that that um that he he has that all that experience too and you have to have that type of experience in order to yeah. create something like that you know so i think that that's really really interesting um and and you kind of hit on it a little bit too, that business has kind of changed a lot during this um, pandemic that we're facing. So like, how, like, how do you, how has it affected the business and like, how have you adapted during all that?
1: So what's really funny is with the studio, we, uh, our main push has always been online, having Mm. people submit their, their music to us online. So some you know we had submissions we'd have people send us their music but since this pandemic hit we received a ton of submissions (laughs) so i guess people were like oh well i let's just do it because i can't i can't really go to a studio in town and you know we already had our our site set up to just accept submissions it's really easy so um we've been receiving submissions and you know it's been going well uh for positive design you know we we lost a bunch of clients just because they, they, they couldn't afford the services anymore. More. Um, and you know what I could help with, I helped, but you know, even some packages I had to change cause we would go take uh, product photography
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: manage their social media accounts. And we're like, well, you know, we can't, we really do the product photography right now. And so we had to kind of X that off of the, the service listing for at least the time being, at least for a few months to everything can hopefully cools off um but it's been it's been crazy i've seen you know all these businesses just throwing up websites that years ago were are like oh, i don't need a website or even yeah. a few months ago like oh, i don't need a website like I, I don't need uber eats i don't need i don't need to use favor <laughs> yeah you know?
0: definitely definitely
1: and it's it literally went from like one week to the next where everyone is throwing up websites and getting getting on those those apps uh, at least for restaurants and, you know it's it's crazy it, it really just went from what was kind of had been already going on and people were just kind of waiting for it or you know they just didn't care mm-hmm. and now it's like you have to have it like it's it's not a matter of oh maybe it's like no you need it
0: it's become you like a necessity really like it has especially like mm-hmm. for businesses you know of all sorts, like, I've, I've seen that, like, I keep yeah. in touch with my mom all the time, and she's telling me that there's this oh, one yeah. restaurant that we go to, um, or that we, I, I used to go to back when I was in El Paso, um, called, yeah. you, know, El, you know, Mi Pueblo Nuevo, you know, so shout out to Mi Pueblo oh, cool. Nuevo, because they have the best green chicken enchiladas ever um oh that sounds so good That's <laughs> my favorite it's my favorite so i have to give a shout out to them. the, the food am- yeah. the food's amazing um but you know they were telling me that they're also struggling too because you know yeah. they're they're trying to adapt to the current climate that we're in and that's it's it's tough it's a really difficult you know i think everyone's trying to adjust and adapt in ways that we never thought that we could you know because we never thought that we'd be in yeah. a situation like this in the first place
1: yeah it's true
0: so it, it's uh, it, it's it's scary, but um, I've all I've always had a sense of hope too, that I I think that things are always gonna get better, you know, and um. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I, I agree they will, but it it is hard, man. Like a lot of those restaurants, uh, we actually had a restaurant as a client, mm-hmm. and we were helping him with his catering leads so that way he can get catering jobs and you know mm-hmm. it's it's more money for him and you know he can't always be out there trying to sell catering trying to sell catering because he's running his business and you know we helped him with that but then when all the downtown offices closed he's like oh man that's like so much of my revenue is just out the window mm-hmm. and people can't gather so <laughs> he can't really yeah, cater, yeah. And so it's it's been tough but he's 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 going by, you know, he's, he's doing his thing, but, um, you know, for the business businesses that weren't marketing already, it's like you're saying, it's, it's hard for him mm-hmm. and it's, it's tough out there, man. It, it can be tough, but you know, you just have to pivot and kind of roll with the punches.
0: <laughs> do, do you think that like, like speaking of like adapting and, and you even mentioned with studio four one, one that, you're getting so many submissions now. Do you think that the pandemic has created a I don't know, like I don't know how I would describe it. Like, I, I like has brought out creativity out of people that, are, or like has encouraged uh, a sense of creativeness and the creative energy.
1: Yeah, I, I really think so because it, it's like a um, you know, with a diamond, you know, the what is it, a coal into diamond? Or? Yeah, yeah put that pressure on them and yeah yeah <laughs> and you know some people were just either not thinking about things or um you know they're just trying to think outside of the box trying to make things work and even for us creatives you know I've been I've been working on music more I've, I've been drawing a lot more <laughs> yeah trying to uh you know at least while while I'm here at home uh it keeps it Keeps it fresh in my head and mm. lets me not just think about it. I'm um, just at home. <laughs> no,
0: that's good. I think that that's, you know, I think for me personally, I've always, and you've known this since I've worked with you and since, you know, we've gone to school together, that I'm the type of person that I love being busy and that's my coping mechanism for yeah. anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons that you and I worked well together, too. Is yeah. that we're both, yeah. like, we were both very driven and motivated people that we, yeah. wanted, we wanted to get from point A to point B or point A to Z or whatever we were trying to aim at. And uh, we were just always very um, just motivated. And we just had that sense of uh, determination and drive that yeah I don't know I, I can't describe it like any further than that but it was just you know and then we had that creative aspect to us too that, yeah. that kind of melded both of those together and that's what led us to the projects that we're in now um but yeah you know especially now it, it's it's for me I've, I've just been trying to work on the different projects that I have including this the pod, podcast um, uh, working on stuff for my advisor working on stuff that's like cool. to further my my uh my academic career uh you know and yeah 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 you know so it's little things like that but so on, on my end that's how i've been coping with all this and using the that creative energy that i've have stored up uh and use it yeah you know in a positive aspect you know and i hope that uh people can enjoy this uh through the, you know you listen to this podcast and they enjoy it uh, maybe learn something from it and then they can at least check out, you know, the people that I'm highlighting because that's what I want. You know, I want people to check you all out. Yeah. and be Like, whoa, that's cool stuff. You know, I um, yeah, appreciate it. No, thank you, dude. Um, so, you know, we kind of hinted on this a bit uh, as well. Um, but you've been really using your skills to help out the El Paso community um right now especially with everything going on and you created a facebook page and uh to help out local businesses so i'm interested in like hearing yeah. more about this like um what what made you inspired to do something like this because i think it's amazing dude i think it's really really cool
1: thank you thank you yeah so um i created that facebook page it's called support local el paso and really what happened was as soon as we had the first case of the uh, coronavirus hit El Paso, um, and we had to, you know, receive the stay at home mandate. Uh, the first thing I thought of, cause you know, me and Chris, we had to close the studio. So we, we went and you know got whatever we needed out of it. And like, he's, he's working there right now because his computer kind of gave out on him. But, um, we, I was like, man, you know, that's imagine like it doesn't feel good closing the doors (laughs) and you know, well, we can't have like customers in there, you know, luckily we're set up already online, so that's good. But the first thing I thought of was like, man, like all the other businesses around us in downtown, uh, you know, there's, there's only a certain amount of traffic downtown and you know, everyone else in El Paso, I'm like, man, if if these businesses, I know a lot of them aren't always that tech savvy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, I know they have Facebook and you know at least a personal one i don't know if they have a business page but i can create this group so that way they can promote themselves and the people that i i have on my facebook page are usually very uh support local you know they're they ask for like local recommendations so i was like i should just you know throw this up real quick and um throw some graphics on there and start inviting people so that way they can share their business and um you know start building a well, well, I guess an online community from our physical community. Right. And, you know, you know that way they can at least either thrive or survive because some businesses will be able to, you know, thrive. You know, they'll they'll adjust, they'll pivot. But some of them, it, they might have more staff and, you know, all sorts of other details. So mm-hmm. I was like, at least here they can maybe find a, a customer, a few more customers and, you know, get the name out, get their name around and it's grown pretty fast. I was, I was really surprised. It's at like three, a little over 3,500 right now. Wow.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's yeah. It was, it, was, it was crazy. I was, I was really shocked. I was like, Oh man, it, it just like started on there. And um, now I have two moderators cause people post and I had to create rules, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. all this stuff. Cause um, you know, you get 3,000, People in a room, and (laughs) some people are gonna spam, and they're gonna start arguing. So, um, you know, it's it's good to have uh, conversations, but some people get a little heated. So, we gotta (laughs) create some rules and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, but you know, I've had some people reach out to me, and they're like, "This has really helped me." You know, thank you. Also created some graphics, like a little batch Mm -hmm. that says like, "Open for curbside," uh, "Open for delivery, takeout only," because you know, a lot of restaurants, you know, they still have to have, have their their um, their cooks, you know, someone to take the orders, and it's, it's a few more people. So, at least for them, they, that's one less thing they have to think of, and, you know, they can just use those graphics as many times as they want. You know, I, they, I told them, if you guys want to give me credit, like, go for it. I just put my name on there
2: mm-hmm. in
1: case someone wants to reach out to us and they need something. But I was like, use them and abuse them and post them as many times as you want. Um, that's and great. I'll probably do another batch as, as things change, but really mm-hmm. just trying to help out. Cause you know, I, I deal with a lot of small business owners um, with my, I, I teach social social media seminars for the small business development center. Mm-hmm. And it's usually either the summer and the winter it's um, you know, like a two, three day seminar, depending on what we put together. And a lot of them they're they're like, well, I have a personal Facebook page and they don't know any like any of the other stuff i'm using mm-hmm. like using it for business so i was like as long as i can give them some kind of tools then they can go from there because i can't train someone up on on facebook that hasn't used it or instagram in the heartbeat you know like yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it yeah, takes yeah it,
0: it does take some time um so you that's interesting because i i've taught a class or it's a let's see uh august to December so it's it's a couple of months class right uh That's like cool. a, five, a five month class or whatever and I taught it this past semester too and you know a lot of these stuff that we would do in in positive design together <laughs> is like I bring up these stories you know what I mean like I'll tell yeah. them yeah, I'll tell them you know you're gonna have to learn to adapt not only to the technology but to people you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, because your clients are really, what's going to help drive the, the creative aspect of where, where the project's going to go. You know, you're going to have amazing clients and you're going to have some not so amazing clients, you know? Oh yeah. And you know, I'll even tell them some of the stories that we've experienced, you know? (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) And, and you probably know what I'm hinting at too. I'm not going to go anything. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) but, uh, we we got stories we, we
1: definitely grew together yeah we, we got got really
0: grew together <laughs> you know it was it's a <laughs> process though too you know what i mean because i think yeah you know dealing both with clients and dealing with students is very similar because yeah. uh, you're gonna have people that love you and people that hate you and you just have to kind of learn yeah. to adapt with it and evolve with it and uh yeah. you know Well, what I was going to originally ask you was like, how do you, how do you cram, uh, you know, I just kind of went on a tangent, but how
1: do you, how
0: do you, how do you you condense all this material into like three sessions, like uh, to teach people about social media? Because for me, I I go on for like months about different aspects, but we also discuss theory and all this other stuff like uh, involved. Yeah. Uh, But. yeah like how do you how did you condense all that into those sessions
1: i try to break it up into like immediate actionable items Mm -hmm. so the first class that i i taught it just kind of happened they uh they the instructor that usually teaches it he he uh he just didn't show up for a class and he never contacted them so they're like hey we're kind of in a bind um we need someone to teach social media like Literally like yesterday. <laughs> oh wow. And I was like, Oh wow, okay. They're like, do you, you know, um do you, you can do it? You know, the seminar is gonna be four classes. This is what we're scheduled to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. And the first class was it, it was good, but it was kind of rocky because I didn't I you know had to throw it together in like a week and um, I just kind of put it together. I was like, Well, what what can I do better? And uh, Janine always goes with me to the classes and she uh she's like a coach she takes notes and she's like you know this part was good you kind of went on too long here mm-hmm. uh, you just speak up during this part maybe give a better example so i was like okay and i just kept taking notes uh from what she would give me and i'm like okay well let me adjust this part And she's like but it and now it's smoother so what i do is usually uh let's say i'm like okay like beginner facebook um, what you need for a business page and it's like do this, do this do this and then the next step, then I'll have them do it like immediately. I'm like, okay, you got like 10 minutes, it shouldn't take you ten at all. It takes like five.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you know, but if you have questions, I'm here. Then i go to the next step, which is like entering just general information. And I try to break it down to like little um it's kind of like social media marketing, like uh snackable content, you know, like, like okay, that. do this, yeah, like do this and then do this and then you know do it right after so i'll tell them how to do it and then they do it um or i'll give them an example and one thing is also um just leading by example so i'll show them something mm-hmm. i'm doing with clients let's say like for what what i thought was beginner Janine's like that's like advanced stuff like you mm-hmm. have to you have to put that in the advanced class and i had to find a point that is where's you know I, yeah, this is beginner. This is intermediate. This is advanced. This is like, you know, do you want a job? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: You know? laughs> and, and that makes total cause sense.
1: I've, yeah, because I've I've had some people ask me like more advanced things in the class. This guy's like, oh, what about lookalike audiences and all this stuff? And I'm
2: like, mm-hmm.
1: honestly, man, we're not really going to cover it. I'll let you know what it is, but if you want to learn about it, then we can set up like a consulting thing. But for this class, like literally 99% of the class isn't, gonna know what's going on. So mm-hmm. I had to really just sit there and kind of break up like, okay, what, what do I first teach someone? And then, um, what's something that they can easily do or Google. And, you know, usually the more advanced it gets, that's where you need someone teaching you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that that's kind of what, what I use is my range of like what's beginner, intermediate, advanced, the beginner stuff you can find everywhere, the intermediate, you don't have to look, as, you have to look a little bit harder in the advanced. Usually you want someone teaching you or you've got to buy a course or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how I, that's how I started really uh, dividing what should go where. And um, I, you know, I, I try to teach some people ads in there. well do this and do that. And, oh man, they get, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, super overwhelmed. So, you know, I've, I've had my, my learning moments and, i usually backtrack and try to really just do it while I'm um, like do something during the class. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like I was teaching them Instagram. I asked, I was like, I can't connect my phone. And they're like, no, we don't have the technology set up yet. So it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And a funny story though is, um, for this summer, they said that they had just upgraded all their technology so I could connect my phone. Oh, and then, <laughs> and, uh... yeah. And she was like yeah but then this hit so i was like oh man so now it's just going to be on the web We'll mm-hmm. figure it out
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean um if there's a will there's adapt. a way yeah, yeah exactly and, you know there's always, you know that's the cool thing about like uh about our situation and we're privileged for that you know we're very lucky yeah. and we're very blessed um to to be in the situation where we can work from home you know we're very you know yeah. i have, have to acknowledge that because it's true you know we're very lucky we're very blessed and you know privileged to yeah. say that we're able to c- continue our our jobs at, at home
1: Well, a lot true, of man. other
0: people are you know going through some rough times right now um
1: yeah they don't have a choice
0: yeah man so it, it's 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 a tough time right now for sure um but on, on a, a much lighter note you know to to uh change yeah yeah it, um, I'm curious. Do you talk like in, in your in your classes? Do you te- teach them like things like organic reach and paid reach and things like that? Because yeah. that's stuff I teach my students too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll, what I try to do is put a uh, like a little sheet with different terms mm-hmm. that I'm using in that presentation. Yeah. And it's like organic. What uh, like you know cost per click means. Mm-hmm. Uh, ROAS, you know, return on ad spend. So that way they at least know it. I don't know if they'll use it at least in the immediate future, but that way they can know what I'm talking about. I, I really try to not use as many, mm-hmm. um, as much jargon, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I That stuff I save for like consulting and all that because if I go too deep, then mm-hmm. everyone's lost. And it's, you know, I, I, I got a better way to kind of gauge where everybody's at now. I'll ask them who's done this, who's done that. Mm-hmm. And most are, you know, you can get a, a good amount of information from a group. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I, I'll, I, I know who will have the advanced questions. in. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in, in a business aspect, in a marketing aspect, what do you think the future of social media is going or like, yeah, what do you, where do you think the future of social media is going? And, um, do you, I don't know, like, how do you think marketing will like change with that? You know?
1: Yeah. Um, that's a really good question. I, I think a lot of people that still, after like all these years, thought mm-hmm. that it was, it was just a fad, or now realizing like, oh, I should have been doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it'll keep changing. At least platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are going to TikTok, and um, but I think the platforms will change, but everything and the marketing aspect will kind of stay the same. Mm-hmm you know, those, those, I guess the foundational elements will stay the same, but really just the media will change, you know, like right now video, uh, I'm, I'm in this master, like a little think tank, like a master class kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet every Friday and he's having us do like one minute videos and he's really pushing LinkedIn. He's like, you know, LinkedIn, you, your reach on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is at like 14 days, Mm-hmm. So, i to post today, and 14 days, people can still see it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. On Facebook, is like 45 minutes. Twitter's
0: like five. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it, it really, it, like, depending on the the platform, for sure, it really does. It really does matter, you know. And that's some yeah. of the stuff that I tell my I would tell my students too. It's like you gotta learn which demographic is f- for those platforms, because Facebook yeah. is a lot older demographic now in comparison to maybe Instagram or Twitter you yeah. know and then you got to think about the type of content you want to add on there as well yeah that exactly matters. that really does matter you know if you're going to put images then where are you going to put them instagram of course of course but if you're going to do yeah. text heavy maybe twitter with a little image on there too you know because yeah. with the image if you add that image it's going to pick up a lot quicker and people are going to go like oh what's this you know
1: yeah exactly
0: you know? so I, I think
1: i think people just maybe learn to pivot a little more after mm-hmm. this and be less skeptical of new things, hopefully. Um, be willing to at least try them and at least, you know, give it a shot.
0: <laughs> Definitely. What, what are your thoughts on the rise of TikTok?
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm on TikTok too for, for the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I created one for the studio. And it's good. Like, you know, it's, it's growing every day. Um, I, I think one thing people kind of confuse is that like, you know, you do have to create content for the platform, mm-hmm. but I always hear a lot of people, well, I don't want to do, like, funny dances, or I don't want to do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, like, I don't really want to do funny dances right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I create other content, but using, like, their the way their video functionality works, like, you know, it's it's really easy to create little snippets. So um, our, I, our intern for, for Positive Design, her name is Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And she um she's she, she does some really cool videos on TikTok and she found one for logos. Uh this chick just shows her process. She shows like a, a little video. She's like, hey, this is how I create it, and then I'll sketch it. And then this is like a she has her uh her phone against like recording her screen, scrolling through like the mockups uh, mock-ups and stuff. And she's like, This is really good for positive design. And I was like, Yeah, that's really good, man. Like, uh, so she's she's kind of helped me navigate it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you, cause she has a, a, I'm oh, sorry, my phone's ringing. a, um, a jewelry store. So she, she has a little cool videos she makes and puts some music and then she shares oh, wow. it to Instagram. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of helped me navigate it a little bit, but I think as long as you use it and kind of adapt and try, try what works on there, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think but i think i think tiktok's cool i think it's cool so far
0: what do you think the next big thing is going to be or do you think that tiktok's going to be around for a while
1: i think it'll be around for a while because i even see uh this this connection i have on linkedin she sells insurance and she's always doing tiktok videos
2: oh wow and
1: yeah hers are kind of like (laughs) they're more funny videos Uh uh-huh so i think maybe she can do something a little more centric towards like the mark you know give them a little more i i hate using the term you know value Mm -hmm. but but you know give a little more value and maybe try something else with it instead you know it doesn't always have to be just funny videos you can use a platform for something else Mm -hmm. um but still use the tools it provides so I, i think TikTok will be around um sometimes i still get on snapchat every now and then there's still people there
0: yeah that that platform's kind of like come down a lot huh? ever since tiktok has uh, come out yeah it really has man and then uh, another thing i thought is that once tiktok implements a messaging feature snapchat's gone dude like oh I yeah, truly, yeah i truly believe that and i was telling that to my class is that and even to my course director of this class i told her once tiktok implements a messaging or some type of feature where you can communicate to one another snapchat's gone
1: yeah yeah because you can text like little message but i don't know if, i am not think you can send video yet i
0: haven't, I, haven't I, I don't know like i don't have a tiktok yet um I, I i've joked around saying like i don't plan on getting one uh because uh i, I feel like i already have enough social media <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i yeah
1: i know man i there's a um like a music it's it's for music professionals and uh, it's this new platform there's like a lot of the big brands are on there, mm-hmm. like let's say like Sony Music or uh, like Warner Brothers, like or you know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Rolling Stone, so I was like, oh wow. So I jumped on it and I was like, man, it's a it's another one to add to the list. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to at least you know build a nice network on there. So if it goes anywhere, hopefully, make use of it. But
0: That's I, true. I feel
1: you, man. It's like okay, let's.
0: There's another one, you know. <laughs> So. and that's the thing they're always coming out with new ones they're all like pl- yeah. these new platforms are always pumping up are like are like coming out and uh, popping up you know and uh you never know what the next big thing is and what's really gonna hit yeah you know but i think like if, if someone were to create a platform it have to be something that it can catch people's attention in a quick fashion and something that's yeah. like visual And then you can maybe add some sound and music and all that. And if you can implement that, like the way TikTok is doing it right now, you're going to have something very successful. That's why I think Instagram and TikTok are doing super, doing really well right now because they're quick. They're very visual and um, it gets the message across across like in an instant, you know, and that's what people want. Yeah, it does. You know, that's what people want. They don't want to be there just like for hours looking at stuff, you know. Uh, as much as they used to you know um if they're going to do that they're going to go to maybe a streaming service in comparison to social media where they just want to get you know uh they they just want to go through you know just kind of like relax you know they don't want to overthink anything and they want to have fun that's the point of yeah like like
1: snackable content yeah exactly
0: exactly exactly snackable content i think i couldn't have put it any better dude i think that i love that you should coin that dude <laughs> i like that snackable. i will man
1: great snackable content
0: <laughs> no i like that dude that was awesome um so yeah I, I asked questions like that to my students too so like i was just curious to see like your input on that as a marketing yeah uh aspect um so besides being an entrepreneur um you're a super incredibly talented musician like you really are I've heard your music um I really like what you did with uh, Meet Me in the Shadows I thought that was oh, thank really you. cool I have thank it on my Spotify playlist and I'll jam out to yes, it every once in
1: a while. yes
0: yes so it's cool <laughs> I love the music video too inspired by the Lost Boys
1: Ah, oh, dude that's my that's like you know I have a few favorite movies but that one that's that's always been one of my favorites since I was little
0: it's it's, it's such a good, cool movie you know it, it's a classic it really is um so i want to know more about the dead electrics and uh, even we can even talk about like some of your past groups like bb gun johnny oh yeah uh, and uh maybe some other projects that you have going on too like musically i mean we, we can even just talk about music too um so what got yeah. you into music and what got you to the project you're into right now
1: so man i've i've always been into music since i was little i used mm-hmm. to uh bug my my mom to put on La bamba
2: oh
1: <laughs> yeah when i was little i like i love that movie. And yeah, and I just always been into music. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 14, Mm -hmm. as soon as I started high school. And then in college, I learned piano. And I was actually a music major for a little while, but the track that I wanted to go on, they weren't really offering it. It was in the the, uh, course Mm catalog, but but they're like, no, we don't have anyone on that track. And that's what I wanted to do, like learn, uh, I think it was called commercial music. Mm -hmm. And you know, you could pretty much what I'm doing now, I guess, yeah. like more of the production, doing a little bit more about piano and um like studios. So I wanted to do that, but it wasn't available and I honestly didn't really want to become a music teacher. They're like, Well, you're either gonna teach or can you go for performance or for teaching. And we push a lot of people for uh teaching because performance, you know, it's being a music performance it's it's not like a easy gig, you know? Mm-hmm. Not not that teaching's an easy gig. Yeah. But teaching can be tough. So, but I was like, I don't really want to be a teacher, man. Like, it's you know, like I love teachers, but like I was like, I, I don't know. That's that's not. I don't want to like be a guitar teacher out of school or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, no. So I I switched to a to graphic design. I went to the art to the art department because mm-hmm. I was I actually was going to be a music major with a, a design minor, mm-hmm. and then I just flipped it around <laughs> and. I went for a graphic design and drawing, and then my minor in music, and uh, so yeah, you know, I I took all those classes, and I've been doing music. I was in band since I was like 17, um, started in a metal band, and we split up, and me and the drummer from that band, Saul, he's we started Bibi and Johnny, and he, uh, you know, we, we kind of started building that up, and then from there. Um, he, he had some other stuff going on so that the Ben, the original lineup changed and I got uh Javi and he started <laughs> shout out to Javi dude. Yeah, shout out to Javi man. Javi's like Javi, I always told Janine, Javi is like I can always depend on Javi to come in clutch. <laughs> Straight
2: up like dude.
1: Javi can he always comes in clutch too. Like right from the day I met him, I was like, you know, I I have these shows. Um and I need a guitar player and he's like, yeah, man. So we, uh, you know, he joined Bibi Gunjani. We started writing more songs. We got uh, my friend Danny as bassist and we had like a rotating circle of drummers. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I just kind of let Bibi Gunjani just kind of die out because I, I really wanted to just focus on school so I could mm-hmm. finish. And then um, once I finished school, it it just, kind of dissipated and i was like okay i want to do a new project so i was gonna start this project called jimmy electric i remember and that yeah and i was like all right it's gonna be Jimmy electric and it didn't go anywhere <laughs> i was like i don't know like the music was i wanted to try something different so the songs were all like opposite of bb Johnny. bb Johnny was real like rock um very like kind of in the vein of like Iggy Pop and mm-hmm. you know, a little more brash, a little faster, mm-hmm. um, but still with like some pop sensibilities. So uh, Jimmy Electric was going to be more of a, just kind of a mishmash. I, I didn't really have a real direction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that just sat there. And in 2016, I don't know how it popped in my head, but I was like, you know, the, the dead electrics. I was like, that sounds so cool. like, mm-hmm. And the the story behind I guess what it, the name means to me is like, you know, it used to be and Bivagan Johnny would go by Electric Slim, and then um, for Jimmy Electric, and you know with now the Dead Electrics. So for me, it's like a a rebirth in a way. Yeah. Uh, of you know kind of going back to like okay, well that's that time's past. It's this is the new version. The I guess Jimmy 3.0.
0: You know. I like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that that's kind of what built on it, you know. It's it's other than just a cool name.
0: <laughs> it is um, a cool name.
1: And um, I, I write most of the music, um, but Javi, he's he actually before this whole thing started, uh, you know, the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. We um I was going to help him with some of his marketing
2: mm-hmm.
1: and help kind of manage him a little with uh, his music project, JJ Caballero,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he was going to help me with uh, just kind of pushing me a little bit more with dead electrics. Cause it, you know, I can be super critical about like what I'm working on. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, I was like, I gotta get past, like, I gotta get past that man, and just start putting things out. Mm-hmm. So I would show him songs and it's like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he's like, yeah, man, like I have some songs that sound like that. So I'll, you know, I'll pass them to you and you know, we can just help each other kind of keep growing mm-hmm. and, um, the sounds I'm kind of going for is more of like a darker vibe. I've always mm-hmm. liked really like kind of creepy, spooky, weird things. Mm-hmm. Um, I Javi always makes fun of me because um, this was like years ago. He would call me and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm watching, watching a movie. He's like, what do you, he's like, are you watching Pink Floyd's The Wall again? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how'd you know? He's like, that's the only movie you watch, man. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you like, I don't know why I always watch that movie.
0: It's, it is a dark movie and it's, it's a really tripped down movie too. Um, I don't know if we've talked yeah. about that movie, but, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's an interesting movie. Yeah, it is.
1: And like, um, you know, I've, I've liked my, one of my favorite bands forever has always been Marilyn Manson since mm. I was in like fifth grade and, you know, teachers always thought I was weird and stuff because <laughs> I was this little, little kid, um, you know my my sister listened to it too and I'd ask her hey can I borrow your shirt and she wear like like a big shirt mm-hmm. so you know seeing this little kid in like white zombie and Marilyn Manson shirts <laughs> uh, you know all, all that stuff, I love that stuff I've always been into it so um you know for the band it's like I'm sure there are other kids and other people that like it and you know just yeah be okay to explore that side and you know that's that's kind of my goal with this band
0: when i heard meet me in the shadows i kind of got a misfits vibe from it too mm. mm-hmm.
1: that's awesome i love the misfits
0: yeah i freaking love the Misfits. i I, I got a misfits vibe from it too um especially like when you're when you're uh hitting some of the lower parts of it uh oh like, yeah yeah i was like it, was, it kind of reminded me of danzig like like the way oh, he out, you know so i was just like that was dope you know i had that like danzig like vibe mm-hmm.
1: That's cool, man. I that. Thank you for that. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Oh man, yeah. I love the Misfits. You know, there's like the Glenn Danzig era, and um, Mm -hmm. um, I guess there's three. The
0: yeah, they had like three. Glenn Danzig,
1: yeah, Glenn, and then Michael Graves, and then just Jerry only, and then now I guess it's four now. Like the original lineup doing shows again. But I love them, man. All their phases.
0: I didn't, you know, what's tripped out about the Misfits for me is that I always knew about them because I had a friend of mine uh who would always wear a misfit shirt with a skull the classic skull yeah and i was i asked him like what is that he goes it's a band i'm like oh okay cool like and i never like thought of like "Eh, i'm gonna listen to the music the band that got me into the misfits was metallica because they did a bunch of covers (laughs) yeah of of, uh, the misfits and yeah so because of that i was like okay i'm gonna check out the misfits now so i checked out the misfits i was like oh this is this is awesome like horror punk (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and then from there i was like okay and then and then i later found out that danzig like left the group and everything so i listened to danzig i was like oh this is dark (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know and then because i remember i first heard mother and then from there i heard some other songs like this i was like whoa this is dark but i think i really like the narrative behind the stuff even though it was like super dark yeah it kind of had that like um h.r geiger uh, yeah. uh you actually
1: had him do some artwork man yeah
0: yeah and i think that's so cool you know it reminded me a lot like music like geiger in musical form
1: yeah that's true yeah
0: uh i was just you know that's true uh for for anyone who doesn't know who h.r geiger is like google him when you have a chance uh he he designed uh the and uh the xenomorph from aliens yeah he designed i think like i think he did some design work for like some of the batman movies too uh yeah. I, the one that would know about that's carlos and manny martinez i know that for sure because they're, yeah they're like really into that but i remember uh in a little bit that i you know uh of uh, uh, pop culture comic stuff that I know that's uh that's uh some stuff I remember from that
1: yeah HR Geiger's awesome man. like you know all that stuff dude I, I just I don't know what it is about it. I'm like oh that's so cool and um uh, you know I, I really like a lot of metal so you know it, it, that goes even just keeps going down the, <laughs> the
0: like, thing but I remember one of the times we were working together it was probably at the corner bakery that we used to work at uh and and do our our design work and stuff um i remember like we both had our headphones on and then i took my headphones off to go get a refill and then i could hear like,
2: raw, 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 like, like,
0: like <laughs> i was like i was like dude that's that's metal i was like i didn't expect that dude because you're always so bubbly and very like like you have this very poppy personality right so yeah. i was just like i didn't know he was into that that's dope you know that's what's
1: up. Yeah, you know. Ah, oh, dude, that was all through high school. Like, all through high school, and I'm, I'm really, I'm really lucky that um, a bunch of the bands that are, I guess, like the, like the main ones,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they, they would come through El Paso, and that, that's when I was in high school. So I get to go to some of the shows, and, you know, I got like signed autographs and stuff. Awesome. And now, everywhere. But it's, it's crazy, man. And I, I love that stuff, dude. It's like, you know, um. It's always kind of over here on the side, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I've. What, what's really funny is with like speaking of like music and business. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing with the Dead Electrics is I was I was kind of hesitant to start it because I hadn't really kind of pushed myself out there, mm-hmm. at least in like with the music, and I was like, man, like I, I'm just gonna go for it. And the funny thing is when I put out Meet Me in the Shadows, mm-hmm. I actually have. A bunch of people reach out to me for like design work for like social media and you know I was kind of hesitant because it's it's a little different you know we, we have like the contacts to be vampires and all yeah, this yeah yeah so I was like it's like I don't know what people think but it's like they're people too you know mm-hmm.
0: so I thought um, it, I thought that music video was super cool like the narrative behind it the inspiration behind it um that was a fun video like it was fun
1: Dude, it was super fun. It was super fun. When we're thinking of the concept, I was uh, I was talking to Janine. For those that don't know, Janine's my fiance. And I was, I was telling her I want to do a music video, but, like, I, I'm kind of stuck on ideas. And I was like, I, you know, I love The Last Boys. I like something like that. And we just kind of kept talking. And I was like, Thriller is, like, by far one of the best music videos. Oh, it's by you far. Know? Yeah, and she's like, just put them together, and, like, there's your video. And she's like, you know, I'll, I'll be the girl, and, you know, we'll just get our friends. And I was like, oh, man, you're a genius. <laughs> and, I,
0: I, one of my favorite things in that music video is uh, Ivan Calderon's cameo. Oh, yeah, in the <laughs> back with the shades, yeah,
1: yeah. just, like, chilling. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, you know, um, you know carlos even mentioned that we should all do like a group uh a podcast
1: uh uh oh episode. dude i would love that yeah you know, so i would love I, that man
0: I, I think that would be so fun just <laughs> to catch up in that uh in that aspect so i think one of these days we'll have to do that like uh probably for season two because i'm breaking it down into seasons. so uh, yeah oh dude
1: i'm totally down for that
0: yeah let's make that happen <laughs> i think that'd be dope
1: um because like all four of us have so much history like you know charlie's like my best friend and Ivan, he's, he always comes in clutch too, dude, he, he helped me uh, screen print for Bibi Gunjani back in college, you know, we'd be in the painting room, and he, he taught me how to screen print, and we'd be sitting there at, like, two in the morning, just screen printing, like, merch, and, you know, before tours, and he <laughs> was, was, always, all of you guys, you know, it's like,
0: it, it's, it's crazy, dude, just, like, how long ago was it now? It's like almost what almost ten years that we've we've Yeah, dude, almost that. ten years. And just the stuff that we'd be able to accomplish in that, you know, it's really awesome to see that. Um yeah. the growth that we've all made together. Um Yeah. Uh let's talk a little bit more about music. I I, I love talking about music and you know that. Um yeah. I I I heard your your second single from the Dead Electrics oh and it got like a Lou Reed vibe from that. Was that oh, what you dude, were going yeah. for?
1: actually i was i i called it my uh interpol meets the doors
0: song. oh okay
1: um because i like i love the doors there they're one mm-hmm. of the first, even the doors man now we're talking about dark oh stuff. dude yeah like I, I would hear um the man i i just like lost the song um but you know the doors kind of go out there mm-hmm. and like the end you know it's always oh, a yeah. creepy song and uh I loved it. I was like, oh man, it's like, it scares me. Like when I was little, I was like, it kind of scares me a little, but I like it. Like, <laughs> 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 So, you know, with uh, Skin and Bone, it's, it's kind of a love song. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a dark romantic song. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's just really from the perspective of one lover to another. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, saying, you know, don't, don't say what's on your mind. Just give me the space, you know, just being together, um, you know, candlelights and red wine. So, but at least like sonically, I I really wanted to have those kind of Interpol, um guitar kind mm-hmm. of vibe, and also The Doors. Uh, one of my favorite songs is it's not technically The Doors, but it's Jim Morrison in The Doors mm-hmm. from the American Prayers albums called oh, nice. uh, ghost Yeah, it's called the yeah, yeah. Ghost song, and it's pretty similar. And I've always loved that song, so it's kind of my take on it, uh, but sprinkling a little bit of uh, interpol on there and you know giving I, I feel like music sometimes doesn't this is kind of kind of go on a tangent but mm-hmm. no, uh, <laughs> uh, music you know everyone always tells musicians right now i'll oh, just put out singles just put out singles like and it has to be like this and i i get it because you know you want them to be successful and but the people who i always follow just kind of do their own thing Mm-hmm. and you know the music in a sense follows that formula but you know like skin and bone it doesn't have a lot of uh, like a chorus it is just kind of a verse 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 song
0: it's very and, poetic
1: yeah and it's very like instrumental you know mm-hmm. there's, there's more music than anything so i was like i'm just gonna throw it out there man like i think he needs to kind of mix it up a little bit and you know because maybe in the shadows was very poppy and mm-hmm. i wanted that song to be that way yeah and you know, just kind of throw them for a spin, and here's another one.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I, I thought that was cool. Um, what do you plan for the next song that you're gonna release, or next group yeah. of songs?
1: So what we're gonna do next is uh an EP, and the last podcast I did, I didn't have a title. Now I have a title. So oh, it's nice. Person to hear, yeah. Exclusive. <laughs> it's first person to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> exclusive to to your podcast. <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be called Patience. Oh, I like that. Yeah, having the patience, you know, to wait because it took me a while to kind of put these songs out and Mm -hmm. even to get the band. Like the idea was in 2016, it's been four years. Mm -hmm. So, but I wanted my ideas to really come together and have like a solid vision and, you know, having that patience to sit there and like, okay, well, you know, especially Ivan. He's like, when are you going to release it? When are you going to release it? When are you going to release it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I know it's all in good fun, but, uh, you know, having to sit there and just be patient with what I'm trying to do and, uh, you know, the next songs after this probably won't be as as much of a gap, Mm -hmm. but um, it's going to be entitled Patience, and I'm just waiting for one song to come back, and it's going to have four songs, so Meet Me in the Shadows, Skin and Bone, and the two others, You're actually also the first one to hear the songs. Oh, nice. Um, and the two unreleased, one is called Bougie Like You.
0: I like that and, title, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you. I like
1: that. Yeah, Bougie Like You. And it, that song's really about, like, uh, and it's kind of at a good time because, you know, a lot of people kind of flex on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's not always what you, it's not always the truth, you know? Uh huh. So that song's kind of. I like of how about,
0: you're in both worlds into, yeah. into that one song, you know? I think that's cool. Full yeah that's yeah it does dude it's
1: weird everything just kind of circles like and wraps around each other for the music but it's like you know people that are kind of trying to flex all the time and you know it's the money they're holding up might not even be there is it somebody else or fake money
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it's kind of a, a satire and the the, the final song there's gonna be called stripper mcgee um, <laughs> yeah it's a funny title it's a funny title but the song's like um i'll i'll let you guys hear the song it's it's a whole story it's kind of a sad story but it's um it's different from the others uh bougie like you is a little bit more like um i guess a mixture of skin and bone and meet me in the shadows okay and stripper mcgee i think is like the next sound i'm i'm working on for Mm -hmm. it um you know during quarantine i haven't really you know, we, I talked to the bandmates and uh, I, I do a lot of the songwriting, you know, I'll program mm-hmm. drums, and write the keys, like, mm-hmm. as you can see, like my guitar and the bass.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome.
1: So, you know, I'll, um, I'll usually write it here. And uh, as I said, you know, tr- drink your own lemonade, Chris will mix it and then he'll master it from the studio. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, man, that's, that's kind of the next phase. I just got to do some artwork and start doing all the marketing, you know.
0: That's fantastic, dude. I'm so happy for you
1: thank you man i'm happy it was on your podcast that everyone gets to know the song titles and everything
0: that's cool man i'm happy i'm very i'm very lucky to have that ex- these exclusives it's cool man um you, right now with those t- song titles it reminded me of uh one of my favorite groups minus the bear uh, oh yeah they're you remember, good I, you remember how i always talk about minus the bear um yeah they're your jam they're, they're my jam dude <laughs> <laughs> it's pearl jam metallica um. Uh. Minus the bear, and then yeah. I remember, like, when I was working with you, I started getting into Arctic monkeys, and now I'm just like, I love oh them. yeah, 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 um, they're awesome. Man. Oh, dude, they're so good. Um, but I was thinking of minus the bear because it, when minus the bear first started, they had these like wacky titles, and yeah. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the actual song. You know, they have one called like lemurs, 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 or like yeah. knife ninja. I don't remember what it was, fight or something like that. And then there's another one like. Um, something absent party, something about it. (laughs) They had like some really really interesting titles, like off the top of my head, I don't remember anymore. But um, I I was thinking like it reminded me of like those song titles like that you mentioned. Yeah, that they're that like they have these kind of like like fun titles, you know. But kind of quirky, yeah, kind of (laughs) quirky titles, right? And then you hear the song, it's like oh oh you know. <laughs> okay okay i see you i see you you know yeah uh, so i think that moments like that are awesome you know what i mean it's, yeah because i think that like i re- i know when i ever i like hear an album for the first time it's like if a title is like like doesn't catch my attention too it's like it, yeah. it's like mm, i don't know if i want to hear that you know it's weird you know, yeah. you know like what it is and it's like you know it's it's that weird judgmental critic uh, <laughs> you know it's like oh yeah. uh, it's that's not cool but Um, Should I
1: give this song two minutes of my life?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then and then the next step for me in the listening process of music is if I can't get into it within the first like 10 15 seconds, I bounce. I'm I I don't know. I'm weird like that, you know. Oh, but but then I'll later on go back and hear it, and then you're like, oh man, I should have stayed, you know, because sometimes Uh, songs are slow burns. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, they
0: are. um, uh, but i'm like that like my first listen is usually like that
1: yeah dude it's funny because one of the first like music writing tips i i got from from my friend mm-hmm. uh, back in the bb Gunjani days we um uh, when he was recording us and we would have conversations he's like if he's like always make sure by at least 12 seconds you have something you know the song starts or like you have to catch people's attention uh, within 12 seconds he's mm-hmm. like Cause then if not, they're, they're gone, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, that's like the one thing that's always stuck to me is like within 12 seconds. So I think even on skin and bone, that guitar kicks in at like I think like 10 or something. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting, man. That's one of the first things you, that
0: I, I learned. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, that's interesting that there's like a whole, that's yeah. a science behind it. It really is. Yeah. Big, uh, big shout
1: out to, to Norman for that one.
0: <laughs> that's dope. Shout out to Norman too. Um, and so I, that's that's cool man like i remember a while back too we were even having con- like speaking of the kind of bands that have like dark narratives uh we were talking about my chemical romance a while back too oh um, yeah dude
1: they're awesome
0: you know i remember like uh i put up a song on my instagram and then and then you're like dude i love that song too or i don't know if it was one of us that, <laughs> yeah. that. or like dude that's my favorite song from them uh ghost of yeah. you and it's just like you know uh seeing that they're coming that they're like making a comeback i was just like
1: yeah
0: you know it was a nostalgia trip for me because i remember i had kind of forgotten about my chemical romance like it's weird you know i had yeah. their music but it was just like one of those it's like like i went back to listen to their music and i was like man i i feel like i underappreciated them when i had the oh uh, yeah you yeah. know and then and then like i look at it i like i hear their music now i'm just like wow that they're, they're that's a good group man you know good, every man. album every album is good in its own different way you know
1: dude, they're they're so good i i the way i found my chemical romance i don't know if you remember back in the uh the i know going kind of put myself in the thing but uh we used to just like napster and all that oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, everyone did it dude everyone did everyone did, it. Everyone yeah. did it.
1: <laughs> but um I, I was looking through someone's files and I used to use this thing called Soul Seek mm-hmm. and it was like a peer-to-peer mm-hmm. and someone had it on there and uh, on the folder it said My Chemical Romance and I was mm-hmm. like that's cool like who is that <laughs> and it was their first album so I was like oh let's download it and then under it it said the Mars Volta and I was like oh. who's the Mars Volta I was like, oh that's a cool name so I, I downloaded it and I was like oh this is cool man and like I downloaded them and um uh, my chemical romance their i think their first warp tour
2: mm-hmm. it
1: was funny dude they played like just one of those little side stages mm-hmm. and they're so good and like the next year on warp tour they're in like the main stage and, oh man they're they're such a good band dude.
0: They're, they're such a good dude like, and even like gerard way's uh solo stuff is really good too
1: yeah chris actually got to work with him at sonic oh, really? ranch oh wow yeah he yeah uh, he did I think on his solo stuff he says that he was he was at sonic ranch when they were recording it wow he helped engineer it and stuff so i was like that's cool man like he got to to be there he's like i don't even know if you remember me he's like because you know there's a bunch of bunch of people and you know everyone that was at the ranch so i was like that's cool dude like he's like yeah he's chris has he's worked on some good stuff man he's, dude, he's a
0: that's, beast that's so cool
1: yeah but he's he's like yeah uh, apparently that they they vape a lot i don't know if they still do but <laughs> at that time it's like yeah dude had like a whole table with like all their their vape stuff
0: <laughs> that's the truth, dude it's, 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 yeah there's a lot of people who've done like really good uh stuff on it through the sonic ranch uh recording studio
1: oh yeah. dude sonic ranch is like
0: it's, it's pretty historic dude like uh especially like, yeah. for, for that southwest area where where we're from it's uh, yeah. it's it's pretty like legendary. It has like a rich history and all that. It does,
1: dude. It does, man. I, I went there once to for a, a meeting, and you, as soon as you walk in, you're just like, oh man.
0: <laughs> I can imagine, you know? It's, you, you, do you feel like uh, like yeah, a, like, it's just vibes. <laughs> yeah, like the pre, the presence of greatness, the vibes of
1: greatness. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, straight up, dude. All vibes in there. All good vibes
0: that's what's up like I hope uh I hope studio 411 can get to that point dude and I really do hope that um because I've seen the stuff that you've been doing with it and it seems like you all are just getting bigger and better each each moment and uh I really love that Peter Griffin ad that you all put out a while ago by the way uh that was
1: (laughs) uh thanks man thank you for everything yeah we're like we uh me and Chris are we have much like the same goal you know with the studio and Mm -hmm. how like our vision for it and what we want to do and we we work we work so well together it's like a yin and yang that's awesome Um, it's cool man and yeah we um you know we with the peter griffin ad
0: dude that was so good that was brilliant
1: we're, we're bummed man like i mean we're it's you know uh always our our clients and our communities health is, is most important,
0: Definitely, but we,
1: um, you know, the, I forgot what it's called, I guess the stamp uh, emergency ordinance, yes. um, it was going to expire. So we're like, okay, cool. Well, you know, Chris did a little video and he's like, Hey, we're going to open up. Um, you know, if, if first we have to, cause we have a man, like I think about like 20 uh, sessions we had to reschedule. So he's like, you know, we, we have to take care of these reschedules and then we'll start working through everyone you know thank you guys for understanding and literally posted it at probably like two Mm -hmm. and then like 2 p.m and then at 10 p.m uh the news is like hey it's being extended until june so you know if your business isn't open you got to keep it closed and sort of like oh man and um i actually got that idea to do those shout outs for my um for my group i'm in on on friday shout out to dennis (laughs) you but um he he did one of those for a a person in the class with a a different person and i was like oh man that that's it like (laughs) because it's kind of got to break some bad news that Mm -hmm. you know we had a few people that were already booked sessions or you know paid for the pre-book and we're like you know it's Mm -hmm. how do we tell them the next day like hey man we can't do it of course they'll understand you know but
0: Mm -hmm. just you know, no, no one likes Sylvia be Bear bendy, Yeah, so. of course, of course.
1: Let's let's find a, a fun way to do it. <laughs> Everyone loved it, man. It we was keep brilliant. watching it. <laughs> it
0: was brilliant. I think that's one of the best uh, ads I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Thank especially, you. Especially especially with something like like the 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 news that you had to give, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was just it was well done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if if anyone's listening, you guys haven't seen it, go to our Instagram. Uh, at record at 411 and you guys can watch it on there it's super funny.
0: <laughs> uh, it's brilliant I'll, I'll definitely put up the links like for positive <laughs> design for thank Gary you Instagram page, and for uh, studio 411 um Jaime it's, it's been great dude I wish nothing but the best for you with everything and all your projects thank including you. positive design you know I, I've seen you grow that into um uh, what it is today you know and it's thank only going to keep growing into the bigger and better things uh studio 411 again is just amazing and especially with thank ads you, like that you. dude oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know and with your music projects too dude i'm looking forward thank to you, all dude. of it thank you for the exclusives uh say hi oh, to Janine. For all for
1: you man i'll tell janine you said hi
0: i, I appreciate <laughs> that man but thanks so much for being a part of uh, academics and amigos dude
1: no thank you dude it was, it was great seeing you seeing your face talking to you and- I appreciate you having me on here.
0: Dude, it's all love, always. (laughs) All love, man. Again, Jaime, thank you so much for being a guest on this week's Academics on Amigos. Be sure to check out Jaime's many projects, the Positive Design Company, the Dead Electrics, Studio 411. All his links are in the description of this podcast. For more information, be sure to check out my website, www.arramirez.com. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and look at like give us a like on Facebook. Again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Until next time, my friends, be cool and stay awesome.